0: Alright guys, in today's episode of the How Will Fit Perspective, we're gonna go over we're just jumping right into it. And we're gonna go over something that is very applicable in the sense of you go to the gym and you can apply it today. Like I know in the past we've gone over how to design your own training program and different things that are applicable, but in the sense of when you're preparing for the gym. This is something that you can go And when you're in the gym or at home, wherever it may be, given our specific scenario right now, it's a little different and a lot of people are exercising from home. So wherever it is that you're exercising, you can take this information and apply it. And it should lead to greater results if you apply it in the right way. It's just a smarter way of doing things. And it's something that I definitely didn't realize when I first started it's something that held me back for years and it actually still holds me back when I don't listen to my own advice like I tend to do quite often and that is training to failure or not training to failure I guess is is my advice for you for most people now what I mean by training to failure is For example, let's say you're doing some bicep curls. Training to failure is going until you cannot get another rep. You can't get the weight up. That is training to failure. And I know when I first got into things, that's just what you did. You go to the gym and you go until you can't do another rep. And I had that go hard or go home mentality that I think a lot of people tend to develop when they first get into exercise because it's kind of It's that way of thinking that more is always better and that can get you because more is not always better. There's a lot of scenarios that more is actually worse and this can be one of those. So with that said, let's jump into why exactly training to failure isn't necessarily the best idea in most scenarios. So first off, the research nowadays is actually showing that there's no clear benefit in training to complete failure, meaning that you can't do another rep versus training three reps or so shy of failure. So something we we call reps in reserve, meaning three reps left in the tank. If you could do absolutely 10 reps, 100% maxed out, then you would stop at seven reps and that would be three reps in reserve. So it's showing that doing those seven reps, leaving three in the tank compared to doing 10 all out until you 100% cannot do another rep, there's no benefit in doing that. And if anything, you're just generating more fatigue, your joints are getting taxed, your central nervous system is getting beaten down. And that's probably going to affect your next training session. So for example, say on Monday, you do your leg day and you go all the way to failure on all of your exercises. You get a great workout. You probably, you know, did a lot of damage to the muscle to elicit muscle growth. But the problem there is maybe you, your training program has you, you know, scheduled to have another leg workout on Wednesday or Thursday by the time Wednesday or Thursday rolls around, you're still gonna be feeling that fatigue from Monday because the intensity was so high, it was so fatiguing that it's gonna roll over into your next workout, affect your performance there, and it can just turn into this really bad cycle where you start to do pretty much the opposite of what you want to do, and your strength levels start to go down, your fatigue levels rise. So it really can turn into this bad process if you do go to failure too often and too much. Now with that said, there is a time and a place for training to failure, or at least very close to failure. It's something that You know, it's probably better for more advanced people. Obviously, if you're brand new to the gym, you don't need to train that close to failure in order to make progress. I would actually argue that training, you know, three to four reps in reserve is going to be more beneficial for you as a beginner in your specific scenario compared to training to failure very often. But with that said, this is kind of how I like to program things for myself and for my clients in order to maximize our results that we're not generating too much fatigue and it's not rolling over into our next workout and affecting our performance and then everything just starts to go downhill. So step one is to start out, say you just start this new exercise program. Week one, you want it to be three to four reps in reserve so you know if you can do 10 reps you're stopping it. six to seven reps you're leaving quite a few reps in the tank and this is where it's kind of challenging because you think you get in the gym and you you start exercising and working out and you're not even really pushing yourself which is why a lot of us go to the gym but you have to trust the process and this is where you you also have to know your body because three to four reps in reserve is probably more intense than you would think. A lot of people think, well, I had three or four reps in reserve. I could maybe get three more reps when they could probably get like five plus if they really like if you had a gun to your head, what could you get? You know, like that's, how, that's kind of how you have to think to be truthful with yourself. So that is one mistake is a lot of beginners will kind of underestimate their strength. And they'll stop when they're supposed to be stopping at three to four reps in reserve, they'll end up stopping it, you know, seven or eight reps in reserve. And it's like, okay, that's when you're not really causing enough stimulus to promote progression. So you have to learn your body, it takes time, obviously. But starting out week one, make sure you're pretty far from failure, right around that three to four rep in reserve mark. Um, And then week two, what you're going to do is you're slowly going to decrease reps in reserve, which means you're going to increase your intensity. Now you can do this from either increasing the weight that you're using and keeping the reps the same. That's obviously going to increase the difficulty. It's going to push you closer to failure, or you can increase the reps that you're doing and keep the weight the same or a combination of the two depending on your experience and how advanced you are so that's what you do each week so week one start out three to four reps in reserve week two maybe two to three reps in reserve on most movements maybe one to two on specific isolation movements like calf raises or something like that week three probably about one to two reps in reserve. And then, you know, by the time you get to week four of this new training program, you're going to be pushing pretty close to failure. Your fatigue is going to start to rise, which means it's about time to take a deload slash rest week and just take the week off, allow that fatigue to drop back down. And then you pretty much just rinse and repeat. So after that fatigue is dropped down you're ready to jump back into another week one and start out at that three to four rep and reserve mark now you have to be you have to be smart about this as you get close to week four because you obviously like even though you're going very close to failure you have to use your common sense like if you're in the gym doing squats by yourself or bench press for example by yourself you don't want to be pushing your limits with the bar sitting right above your neck you don't want to be like okay i can get one more when you actually can't and then you end up dropping it on your esophagus and you die that's probably not the best scenario so make sure you know you're smart about it on compound movements like bench squat deadlift overhead press things like that you want to make sure that you're leaving a good one to two, at least in the tank, you know, given the scenario that you're by yourself and you don't have a spotter or whatever. But for, for movements like bicep curls, calf raises, even like chest flies, different things that only really require one joint, you can push those pretty close to failure, even starting on week two or week three, it's, it's one of those things where you got to kind of use your common sense. You don't want to be starting off going very close to failure on a lot of those compound movements where it's not very safe. Now, along with increasing your intensity each week by getting closer to failure, you also want to think about increasing your volume. So your overall workload by maybe adding a set here and there occasionally. So it's kinda of, it kind of comes down to auto-regulating based on your recovery. Like if you recover well in advance before your next session is up, then you probably should think about, you know, increasing that workload or increasing your intensity. And this is what we call progressive overload, which is really, it's the main driver of building muscle, which it's not all about just getting jacked, you know, building muscle helps in fat loss too. It increases your metabolic rate and causes you to burn more calories. And it gives you that defined or toned look that everyone is looking for, rather than just a skinny look from doing a bunch of cardio and losing all of your body mass. It, it's, very important in fat loss as well. So it's something that we should all focus on building and retaining our strength levels and our muscle mass. Not meaning that you have to get jacked or anything, but these are the basic principles on how you can do that. So I hope this episode was helpful for you guys. If you guys have any specific questions on your scenario, say you want some advice on how close to failure you should be going when you're in the gym or anything of that sort, just shoot me a message on Instagram and I'm happy to have a little conversation with you about it and answer any questions that you have. So my Instagram is at Howell underscore fit. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, okay, I promise I didn't just fart. That's just my squeaky chair. You hear that? Yeah, that's not a fart. So if you ever hear that sound on this podcast, know that it's Cade's chair, not Cade's bum. Anyways, if you enjoyed this episode, take a little screenshot, throw it up on your Instagram or Facebook story, wherever it is that people might see it and benefit from it. And if you tag me, I will be happy to reshare that. And I appreciate you guys very much for listening. We will talk to you next week.